0: This is Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready, we're about to live in your head rent-free.
1: This is episode two oh one, manifest destiny, and here's the group for you. I am Martin, and I'm Robert. I'm Francis. I am Marcus, and I'm Cajun. I'm captain of this ship here this time around, and. you know, we had some technical difficulties, solar flare or something on that 200th episode. We're not really sure what happened to it or where it's floating around out there. If anybody's got a clue or hears something about it, please let us know on that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, we worked so hard to record something cool and then something's
1: happened.
3: Snakes and Otters podcast at gmail.com. Let us know.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, gentlemen. So, what are we doing today? Manifest destiny, the excuse of the Christian white man to romp Trump and go across America and claim it all for his own. All right, anybody want to refute that? <laughs> no,
2: this was one of your ideas, Cajun, and I think it's a great one. We have not, we've talked about so it many is. things
3: around this it's and never. It's a very complex question because it, it's, it was kind of a nebulous thing. It's sort of hard to define. Today's world, we think of it as well, everybody was into it, but it really. It was just sort of an idea, sort of a min- minority idea for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Northerners generally were opposed to this concept because it meant an expansion of slavery. slavery. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the
2: the kind of the special wrinkle that that covered all this. And uh, it's actually an older item, although it wasn't really defined by that term until much later. Right, mm-hmm. right. The it's, idea of we should be. Uh, own well, essentially. I mean, it's kind of like uh, a Romulan idea. They should they own, they want to own everything in well, their idea. See, I think own vision. is the wrong
0: way to look at that because yes. that's not how they looked at it. Um, I think it was looked at as um, uh, very much a a savior complex in a national way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the whole idea was to 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 bring the goodness that is uh, the United yeah. States. Expand to, our
1: perfect view across the world, and if you don't like it, tough. It's here now. You know,
0: to, to expand that, uh, mm-hmm. to take that uh, across the entire continent. Uh, you know, it was seen as you know, we should expand west as far as we possibly can until we hit the Pacific.
3: And there's, there's a fear of the continent being broken up into a bunch of little squabbling countries, much like Europe. That was something they feared
1: and did not mm-hmm. want to see happen.
0: Right. Right. And, you know, far better to be unified under them than somebody else. Yep. It's a Bella Oxmix way of looking right. at right, Yeah, I
1: got to be the unity. That's right. Yeah. Correction, note, though, it did not stay just to the continent. That's how we ended up with a lot of territories and islands, too, underneath this Manifest mm-hmm. Destiny policy. Hawaii being the most obvious one. Puerto Rico coming next. And, um. uh, you know... Guam and so forth—all that came about through this ideal, right?
2: And is is would would you all consider this to be? How does this relate to just pure colonialism, as in European colonialism? Because well, it's not the same, but it sort of kind of is.
0: It's it's hard to say it's it's exactly the same, um, but there's a whole lot of similarities. I think, uh, for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. um, it's not exactly the same in that uh, you. The, the parts of the, the continent that were colonized, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, were still contiguous with the United States. That's unique in colonial history. Right. Uh, they always went to faraway lands and ruled from thousands of miles away. And you could make the argument that that's what Washington does. Right. But, I mean, it's still the, a contiguous uh, continental uh, territory that was uh, conquered. So yeah, but it's we different in that respect. I don't know how much of a difference that makes in the... In the actual practicalities of things, yeah, that certainly
2: makes it easier to project power. That's what's fascinating about this here, because we're the, the United States was not intending to uh, subjugate per se, although that's what was ha- what actually happened. It was more like we're going to make you us, make you American, which is somewhat a British thing. I
0: don't think that's. I don't know that I would call it that. Again, not to be contrarian. No, no. I want to. I want to explore this. Is um, you know, what is it? What isn't it? I don't know that it was necessarily we want to make you us because, for the most part, they displaced whoever was in the way rather than, than and assimilation. And that's true.
1: That's correct. Assimilation only came later. And it kind of. Well,
0: I don't even know that really. We well, never uh, really uh, assimilated. Uh,
1: no. exactly how? There's still a lot of reservations out there. That's exactly you know right. That's what. I mean, like you said, they moved them out of the way.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the. the those that were here that were, were part of the Spanish territories, uh, former territories of Mexico, they fared better. Yeah. Uh, but you know than the native than the original uh, what we call Native Americans, even yeah. though you can call them Native Americans too. Right. Um. But you know, they didn't get pushed out in the same way that the what we would call what they called Indians back then.
3: Yeah. Did. But part of it was there was a strong belief in the Republican notion. That they'd start as small R Republican, yeah, um, and so it was seen to have value to then spread that,
1: right? Yeah, and, and that's, why shouldn't the
3: whole continent be under this ideal form of government? I
2: think you've you've surrounded a lot of what the issue here is because there's an end idealism with the American, yes. American brand of this. It's a, that a
3: romantic was notion at, about yeah. who we were,
2: as opposed to the European idea of we're going to it, simply you know export our greed whatever we can steal take uh, oppress what that's all we really want it, it it enriches us but we don't it's we're not we're not changing the world uh, except to the point that we can control it i mean there's a line in the in the movie great movie uh last Mohicans uh that you guys might remember uh when uh major Hayward comes in and talks to uh general Webb he says I thought British policy was to make the world England and of course he kind of because Webb is kind of saying no, you have to reason with these colonials. So it's a there's a dichotomy there and an issue with regards to that. But Britain wasn't out to export its form of government per se. They were, you know, they're conquerors. You know, they have governors. They're looking to the Roman model uh, of provinces and things like that. Or am I inaccurate?
3: No, I, I think you're right. And and I think, you know, again tie in. You're talking about a hundred years worth of this nebulous idea and how it got hammered on and morphed. And changed, and again, Cajun brings up, you know, after the Civil War, after you get into uh, the the post Western expansion era, the very end of the nineteenth century, then it is about almost more of a colonial impulse, um, you know, this this rationalization that it's a military and trade necessity to occupy places like. Hawaii, or, or Cuba, or whatever.
0: Well, outside of Hawaii, most of the rest of the extracontinental territory, though, uh, outside of Hawaii and, and, and Alaska, uh, are the result of the Spanish-American War, not you know, direct expansion.
3: Right, but what to do with those things.
0: Yeah, well, in those cases, we did all, follow
3: yeah, it all, the European so, colonial the, model. Yes, yes yeah.
2: but we inherited that, too, though.
0: Uh, yes, but that was in, until we got those territories. I don't think we followed it. Right. I, you know, I'm going to say something very provocative, and I don't mean this in the worst possible way that it, it sounds. But manifest destiny, uh, I think, is best summed up as the German word Lebensraum.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you, you brought that up. That's exactly and, that.
0: You know, we it normally is. only associate that with the Nazis. Right. That's you know, that's what Hitler wanted was Lebensraum. Living space. That's right. Throughout oh. out
2: the lessers. Yeah. Right. Elbow yeah. room is what we would have, would have been a word that we would have yeah. talked about. It. I mean, yeah. you might remember the, uh, uh, the old uh, Schoolhouse Rock.
1: They talked about, they did a whole episode about elbow room.
2: And it's yes. about Manifest mm-hmm. Destiny. It's about westward expansion.
1: Which is real unique that you brought up the Mexican territories and so forth. And it was Texas that it didn't quite work the same way because they actually became their own nation for a short while.
0: Yeah, and you know maybe because of uh uh, of that and the Mexican influence there, you know, and and the other uh, uh, formerly Mexican and Spanish owned territories, uh, they were largely uh, a a Christianized group. So you know that you could make the argument that that's the major difference between how we treated them versus how we treated the Indians that were moved off of the territory.
1: Interesting. Uh, aspect
2: yeah, that's right. on yeah. that, yeah. yeah. yeah they, it, since they were, since there was no religious, uh, same for California. Yeah, exactly. exactly I was yes. say California was exactly that way because mm-hmm. it was thoroughly Christianized. The assimilation was easier. I mean, a bunch of
0: papists, but still.
2: Well, yeah, but you know there was plenty of that in the col in the colonies that they were able to. Right, but I mean, tolerate. but my point is, you know,
0: it, it Catholics still would have been a very uh, much a minority. This is pre Italian and and Irish.
1: Less offensive than, than yes, this, but less see.
0: offensive than paganism. The, essentially, the, the
2: savage red man right. or pantheists, I suppose you might call that uh, the, that they had. Uh, even though they uh, certainly, I don't think they
0: probably. I, I don't know that that term probably came up much in that respect. But I mean, yes,
2: that's what we would call it. I don't think. Yeah, you know, you're right. At the I time. mean,
0: they, they just would have been uh, savage uh, uh, pagans. Uh, yeah, is how they would have been seen.
2: And I think we, ch- I think we projected forward. Europe's response to that centuries before we must convert at the point of the sword uh
1: those who are pagan in this case, it was the point of Sam Cote
2: well that's correct exactly <laughs> as
1: time yeah. moved on very much so and that, I think that's that's a fascinating
2: way because uh when you when you talk about the uh somewhat you cannot and maybe I'm getting a little ahead of us here, but we know when you talk about manifest destiny and its results, it's essentially the Indian wars. That's that's where that's where this all mm-hmm. this kind of where it mm, ends.
1: I wouldn't um, totally agree with that. It's
2: got a it's got a lot of roots, and I don't want to want to skip over those. But well, I it think certainly
1: that's,
0: leads to the Indian Wars, right? Um, Once the Civil War is
2: done and decided, then it, all of a sudden this enormous force looks west and says, well, "You know, we got this." And you've also well, had think, you have had a generation of train killers from the wars that are ripe to to be that force. Both officially through the army and unofficially through the Wild Wild West, as they say,
0: to totally but yes, we had to do something with all of those. And we just disaffected.
4: Sent,
2: that's right. We just sent them west, uh, and and uh, to tame it, uh, not very efficiently at times, but essentially that's kind of what happened.
3: True, it is, it is sort of there. There's the two phases of yeah. this, again because it
1: is a hundred years of just well, the very. Firstly, they we went out, and saw what was there, and we decided we want it. And the next wave would have yeah. been clearing out the indigenous peoples, and that
2: and that first wave goes back even to the Louisiana Purchase, exactly, or, or even before Lewis that. And Clark, Ford, basically, the taken yeah, off that's and right. Back that's that's country. probably the yeah, best. Lewis and Clark, yes,
0: yeah. that's probably the I very mean, best. We're sitting in a city that is the direct result of the earliest manifest destiny. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly point.
2: right. Yeah, well, you know, go back even a little bit further. You know, Daniel Boone and his, bro- uh, you know, the Cumberland Gap and all that. That was an early expansion of that.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked many times about how, uh, you know, what else do you expect, uh, you know, out of sending a bunch of disaffected uh, no-goods uh, uh, across the ocean. One Australia. Uh, well, well yeah, <laughs> same thing. Same I thing. Mean, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. right, yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to get a bunch of people who are going to be really ticked off when you try and exert control over them. And in many ways, that's a lot of what the Wild West was, too. Right. Uh, it was just uh, the American version of uh, – uh, of you know, us doing what what the
1: British did we, out of sight- out of mind, and then when we decide we don't want them to run wild anymore, then they're mad at us, exactly. yeah, and that's when we you know would send send in the army. I tell you a great uh t v series
2: and I know this is one of your favorites that kind of lays this out in very good ways is Dead Deadwood. Wood. see, I know you'd go there it's it's very much about excellent what it looks like? what does that look like when yeah. all of a sudden everybody's going out there? no rules, no rules. But slowly they're brought in because we all start to agree that well you know we want to make money at this that's part of it.
0: Yes, and I mean I mean let's face it. as, as much as you know I, as I remember this being taught in school, uh, it was never presented as anything bad. Oh, not at all. No,
2: absolutely. It, it was like and,
0: uh, it we're was, probably the last generation of that that is. That's right. That's it
2: true was it. very it was very jingoistic. as, you know well of course we did this and we were we were gods. Yes, you know, I mean,
0: it was presented as a good thing, but, but greed really was at the heart of... Very much so. Uh, the If not the start, certainly the completion of the conquering right. of as the as it
3: continent. gains greater acceptance. Because, again, it, it is it isn't universal at the beginning.
0: No, uh, the Whigs uh, were very much against yeah, again, it. The uh, Lincoln the and, and Grant specifically are, yeah. are called out as being against this idea of manifesting. Right.
2: And, and John Quincy Adams was an original proponent, but then he realized... Uh, and uh, credit to him for recognizing something and changing positions, because most politicians would never do that. But he realized, no, maybe this is not a good idea. And he eventually came down uh, as opposing it, once he realized exactly what he was talking about. Uh, and I, he's, he's he's a definite hero yeah. uh, in many ways.
3: Um, again, post-war, then, this is a
0: – it's Well, this really takes it, off it, post-Mexican-American war. Yeah, it, well – And then oh, post-Civil War yeah. is where it really gets into up, high gear. right. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: It, 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 much wider acceptance if if not active uh encouragement at least acquiescence yeah uh, on the parts of those well, who had opposed it they I think no, it goes back no to choice. that
0: what do we do with all these guys that, yeah, that
3: w- there's there's no options left. Right. Yeah.
2: And now and that the slavery issue has been resolved, that was the thing that really kind of right. kept the reins on this because we really want it but we're not going to let them have it, whichever that is. So yeah.
0: Well, yes, I mean, uh, you know, the reason the South wanted to expand why that's they right. were was they wanted more slave states, slave states so that they could guarantee that the federal government wouldn't take away their mm-hmm. slaves. I mean, well, that's the entire reason yeah. they were for it. Right. Well, and the, the reason the, the northern states, uh, you know, why we ended up with the, the compromise that said if you have a slave state, you have to bring in a, 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 a free state, was to entirely to check that. The Missouri Compromise, yeah, yes. That's Henry Clay. So, yes, the
2: great Henry Clay. That's right, yeah. Uh, uh, Kentucky right. man. Which was uh, later undone by the, by the Kansas Act, Kansas yes. Yes. Nebraska which, Act, which by that nasty uh, individual, Stephen Douglas was the one that put that together and essentially undid everything. Yeah. It, it's interesting to s- to look back at that, and I don't know that the, the Missouri Compromise was sustainable. No, that's probably, no, it, that's no. probably its well, own. It, I don't discussion. think it was sustainable
0: because it it, it inherently uh, blessed the expansion of slavery.
2: That's right, and it was a it was a, a fatal toxicity. Yeah, uh, that you know uh, that was. Uh, a viper at the breast, I think, is how
3: uh, how it was often described. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they thought they were saving everything, but they were just
0: punting. They were just and just they kicking they, the can yeah, down the road. Yeah, it was, was um, uh, Imperator. You had imperatory. something you were going to say? Yeah,
4: I mean, you know, one of the things you ended up with coming out of all of this towards the end was the state of Oregon.
2: That's, that's exactly that. right. Yeah, that's one of the things that we talk about. All that that was a big, big issue. It was. That what, ignited I mean, that, a lot of this—an
4: entire state dedicated to saving slavery and separating out the whites.
2: That's right. Even though they—they they, it was not a slave state, yeah. it was the intention to, know uh, yeah. kick that can yeah. further down the road.
0: Well, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, revisionists love to talk about—you uh, uh, know, obviously we are willing to to, uh, to point out the warts and all uh, here uh, at Snakes and Otters. We we don't believe in. Sugarcoating anything know, when it comes to history, but one of the things that I think is undeniable, even though the revisionists would disagree, is that it's it was inevitable that what happened happened. That the more tech I won't use the words more civilized, but the more technologically advanced East was going to expand and conquer the 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 more uh, technologically primitive peoples. That they had pushed out west. It was just going to happen. Yeah,
2: and that that is it, it is a is Darwinism in many respects. Yeah, I
0: mean, it, you know, people love to point at the U.S. like we are unique in that respect, but we're not. We're just the most recent example. That's right. Of that. It's the one that's in our. It hands. had already been done so long ago in Europe, in Asia, and Africa that nobody remembers when it happened. Well, but yeah, and that's that's one of the things that so many
2: people rail against. They say, you know, you European, you know, mm-hmm. colonialism and all that, which has its own evils. We yes, we're not, we're absolutely, we're not saying that it's not, but. Ultimately, it was a force that I think was unstoppable.
0: Yes. Well, Whether for good or ill, this right. is not the point. It was inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was Thanos.
4: But you've, you've currently got our uh, legislators preparing us for the next phase of this social Darwinism. Yes? yes. Oh. Our aliens. <laughs> oh,
2: you mean the immigration issues. Well, yes. yeah, that's a... No, oh, I
4: thought he
0: meant no, the, no, the, space no, no, aliens. the space aliens. Oh, oh, oh those, okay. Yes, yeah.
4: we're having all the the investigations and hearings on that right now. Preparing us for our... For uh, our eventual overlords? Our eventual overlords coming in. <laughs>
1: uh, preparing us for the reveal that the government has actually known that they exist yes. for a number of years now yeah. without causing mass hysteria uh-huh. among the population. Yeah, and then they'll mm. come That in. would be a cool episode. Then that's they'll come in and just... take over. Well, I will not totally discount hysteria on this i I think they know something that we don't know, and you well, know at least really certain information does cause hysteric among the population well,
2: yeah well and, and that you know we could talk a long time about that about the 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 weak mind. what was it they said in men in black you know a person can be intelligent, but people, people. as a general rule are are crazy uh, irrational. scared, irrational yeah, keep, animals, yeah. 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 Cheap. Very sheep in many sheep. respects. In large, the larger the group, the more hysterical well, that, that they are. That is very
0: true. The larger the group, the more easily they are influenced as a whole. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, panic doesn't set in. Uh, hysterical panic doesn't set in amongst five people. Fifty people, yes. Five right. hundred? Oh my God! And forget
2: yeah, it. And see that that's
1: mm-hmm. the that's that herd mentality oh, that yeah. we've had. It's 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 built into our DNA. It well, yeah, it's perfect. That leads us right back into manifest destiny. When this came out in the papers and everything, and go West, young man. I mean, yeah, it headed the people it. West. Well, it, it, it definitely speaks to what makes
0: Americans unique. Uh, this has been true, I think, from the beginning. Uh, that's why the people who came here came here. They saw an opportunity to begin again, to strive against uh, God and nature, to build something. And Manifest Destiny is just the national expression of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being able to say that, you know, we went out not just individually but as a people and tamed a continent. Now, whether you want to say tamed, subjugated, enslaved, however you want to put it, the end result is that the, the the people who were here made this continent their own and remade it in their own image. mm mm-hmm. And that is a uniquely American thing in the sense that um, it was – because even, you know, Britain trying to make the world England, you know, they were really unsuccessful at it.
2: That's right. Yeah, they were eventually Whereas we
0: were not. Out. And I think, you know, again, being that contiguous continent has a lot to do with that. Plus, relatively speaking, there just weren't a whole lot of people here compared to the force they were trying to stand against, you know mm-hmm. – the, the white man outnumbered
2: and outbred the the, the, the native. The
0: yeah, native or, you know, out survived them. You know, there's,
2: giving there's uh, people
1: that, yeah. blankets
0: full of smallpox certainly helps in that respect. Right. But I mean,
1: you think about the. Uh, Destroying their main food source, you know, the buffalo. When you think about the. Bison, actually. Yeah. Right. Correct. That's right. The,
0: but, you know, when you think about uh, the, the reduction in population uh, mm-hmm. from when the white man first arrived. Uh, you know, you had thriving empires that were nearly wiped out just from disease because they just had no defense against it. And that's right. And it that's, wasn't malicious. No, not at all. It was in it, that sense. I mean, there was a lot of maliciousness. Don't get me that wrong. That was
2: Darwinism in its scientific form, as opposed to its social form.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh,
2: not to say that there wasn't social Darwinism that took place. Oh, absolutely, as part of that. I mean, the Aztecs were, and if you think about it, Aztecs is a pretty good example because they were a brutal, awful, oppressive regime. Yes. And you know, we 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 blame the conquistadors for a lot of evil, and there's certainly a lot of that to go around. But you had they also you know removed a, a society that was based on human sacrifice in many ways. Yes. So there's you know there's a lot of sin to go around, which is possibly one of the eternal questions. Mm.
0: Well, there's a lot of sin to go around, no matter what, because we are all fallen creatures. Whether you are, uh, y- you believe in a triune God or not, we are all fallen creatures.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that the power of greed seems to be that which floats to the top on all this. In many respects, you can you can kind of work back into that. And I don't know if that's an indictment against capitalism. I don't necessarily want to go that no, far, no. but it's
3: a. I mean, yes, the, there are elements of, of greed, but there. I don't want to discount the element of the idealism,
1: because it is there. I mean, Isn't that it just a, a, a comfortable cloak to make us feel better? Though? No. At the no. beginning of this, it was not greed. This was, okay. yeah, well, let's get rid of some of these uh, killing angels and put them out here. But think of all the wagon trains and families that headed west looking right. to get away from the government becoming more of a factor in their lives and telling them what they could and couldn't do after the Civil War. They were going west to find their freedom again, to start Mm -hmm. over, to build again, raise something for their families. And then as the people went out, of course, production, manufacturing, the businesses, Mm -hmm. the railroads, everything else followed. And that's when your greed really fired up. When they saw what was available out there, and that's that's the Deadwood
2: uh,
1: analogy. When
2: you reach when it finally reaches that level, then you have the greed right. comes out. Yeah, the Carnegie, but, the Rockefellers, let's build the railroads. Perhaps you know. what you're referring to, uh, if you want to use a, a TV series to show it, would be 1883.
1: Well, that would be good. That was,
2: uh, and I don't think you guys have seen that, but it's uh, uh, with uh, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and uh, and the great Sam Elliott. It's about a, a group that goes. They're going to Oregon from Texas. And most of them are non-English speaking immigrants that really can't do anything. Uh, they've they've come from Germany in most places, and what is it? Ninety plus percent of them do not survive the trip. Yeah, because they are they are
1: just You're so prepared for it. But, we have no concept of what the well, exactly it wasn't. Where.
2: It wasn't a, 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 a preparation as in a physical being ready. It's an ignorance in many respects. I mean, there's one scene that I never will forget. In that one of those first episodes, you know, what I'm talking about when they leave Texas, which you know, of course, there's a scene where a young a young girl goes to relieve herself against a tree, and her ass gets bitten by a rattlesnake. She dies. It's done. And uh, so many of them, they they camp on a river time, and they're and they're drinking water out of the river. Uh, when they get there, pure, and Sam Ellen's just kind of saying you 're supposed to boil that, but you know they don't know the language, and so many of them get sick and die, and it 's just like over and over and over again by the time they reach you know where they where they end up, uh most of them don 't survive so it 's kind of like this was a terrible, harsh prospect that people just kind of stumbled into out of this idealism yeah, you're talking about right. saying i want a better life for myself not recognizing that they're well
1: those immigrants were escaping europe and what they Correct. couldn't do anything over yes, there without yes. permission of the knights the landowners that's whoever. right and th- that comes out too is but that's one of the things also had the people that had farms and stuff here in the civil war that was burnt out everything they lost i mean mm-hmm. their homes and everything that sat to head west too for a start sure. over it's a co- it's complicated as so Trevor would yeah, say. I mean, they,
3: those are good points so much of virginia's and and places are just laid waste
1: yeah I mean, kind of like you and me going to buy a mountaintop somewhere and saying to heck with society let's get away from all this now yeah. well yeah so sherman's the, march to the sea is obvious you know yeah.
3: So there's a, there's a personal idealism inherent in manifestesity mm-hmm. of we've got to start over. The, the place to start over is out west. And then there's a, a political idealism. Again, it's a little more nebulous, but it is this idea of we don't want this continent broken into pieces that are going to turn into what we left. We we don't. Well, want to we I love that. That's that it's, it's a,
2: It is essentially a reactionaryism to that which they left in Europe.
0: Right. Well, well it's they also, saw as flawed
3: what it, they it, know is is Europe fighting all the time.
0: Well, we also don't want those, um, dirty little brown people south of the Texas border to come up north and, and take stuff either. Yeah. Well, that's, that's there is some of that. So even oh, though yeah, we yeah. were Especially willing the to Mexican tolerate the, War, yeah. the, the Christianized uh, Mexicans, we wanted them to keep their place still. I mean,
2: well, and and th- a lot of that is remember the Alamo, the Mexican American yes, War, yes. and the Texas uh, Independence, and all this sort yeah, of stuff. Again, there's they, a there's, there's a reactionaryism old. here too. Yeah. To, you know we got our and, asses you know, whooped at the Alamo, and we don't like that.
4: Yes, well you do, you know you have to. We we had a whole group of these individuals, you know, like you were saying, the the, the unpreparedness of them for yeah. what was going on, just because of the fact that they were influenced as a herd. By the propaganda, you know, go west.
2: You're exactly right. right. And, yes. And, and, uh, to and, their death for many.
4: Yeah, and then you had a bunch of them that came across the Cumberland Gap and said, "The hell with this. We're just staying right here. That was enough.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting and you mentioned.
4: That's uh, how we got. Well, that's how we got your family. Pretty much. But yeah, uh, that's right. You
3: yeah. know, so, so <laughs> what you're saying is there are a bunch of quitters. Yes. Yes.
4: Mind
0: Kentucky too. is a bunch of quitters. That's right. Because they didn't go far enough. Yeah. They didn't go far enough. Uh well, h- have you ever uh, seen what it's like though in the Appalachians? Have you been there? Oh yeah, no, I. So I yeah, it's it's hard. It's it, hard yeah, living. it's hard. Harsh, it harsh, harsh, harsh living. That's right. You know, it
3: is amazing they didn't keep going.
0: No, it's amazing that they got that far at all.
2: Well, that's right. Well, uh, well, I mean, because Bo- when you Boone, go Boone's discovery of the Cumberland Gap is what changed it. Because you well, couldn't, even so, you couldn't get here. It's not like that was like a five
0: lane highway going uh, both uh, ways not at all. So it's you hard. Know, when you go to eastern Kentucky and you see oh, the yeah. mountains and how thick the trees are, and you realize what you see in this small area, you have to apply that everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you realize that people were willing to, to blaze a trail through that uh, to get to the other side of the mountains that is just to me astounding the fact that they mm-hmm. didn't stop before they got to the top of the mountain much less just on the other well, because side because
2: there's yes. all a lo- hell of a lot of people already there that did just that and said
1: get the hell out of here
0: well yeah but the first people who got there that's right i mean yeah. the,
1: the tra- literally the trailblazers uh, to me are just uh, oh so i shall present then that instead of the bald eagle being our national symbol it should have been the bison because they're the ones that provided railways to get through this stuff from Yeah, massive migration. Well, there was there was some talk mm-hmm. about that at one yeah. point. That's yeah. right. That's it's why the tokey like Franklin came up with. Oh uh, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, well, you know, he was a little busy doing sex and drugs and rock and ro- well, maybe not rock
1: and roll, but uh, uh, the,
0: he, know, he and the he was the he was the ultimate hedonist. Yeah, so
4: the My yeah. point was sex and slaves
0: and rock and roll.
1: Yeah, but the point was though, Bison did help open up this country and gave the settlers yes, and yeah. travelers, a way to get through some of this. Yes. Well, yeah, and and some of that
2: too goes back, it's not just bison, before. but a lot of the riches out here were in, in the zoological variety. Beaver hats. Oh, just yes. The the, the the trappers of the early time, uh,
0: they, late 1700s, they early they are 1800s. They're blazing the trail yes.
2: out here because of the, again, the financial incentive of trapping beavers and pelts and things like that for the beaver hats which were mm-hmm. enormously popular especially in Europe that you know, made people realize that are living back here this of course before the civil war wow you know we if we're willing to do like you say cut through mm-hmm. to this untamed land mm-hmm. there's money to be made mm-hmm. and there's well, that and capitalism that greed call it one side or the other yeah
3: you know a little column well, a, a little column b okay. I mean it's not necessarily greed it's Everybody's got to make a living. Well, exactly. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to paint
2: the the concept that way. But eventually, uh, because human natures are human humans are what they right. are. Yeah. Because the, the greedy are going to see this and attempt to exploit everybody well, out there. Those well,
3: who are willing to
2: do it. The swear agents, swear engines. You know. Well,
0: uh, but even so, uh, so I think there's a couple of things that that I think is worth pointing out here, real quick. First, uh, Imperator here started to mention this, and this something I was thinking right before he was talking about it. You know the and and. Uh, Martin alluded to this, the idea of Manifest Destiny, that philosophical background, that paved the way in the the minds of the people that going west, taming the continent was a good thing, Mm -hmm. that it was something that needed to be done. It was the national duty. Uh, and yes, there. You know, I hate to just use the word greed because it's not just greed. It's it's there, there's many parts: greed, self improvement, uh, betterment, looking to, to to create a better life for your family. Uh, all of those things, uh, you know, go into the milieu of the the time. Good word, good word, word boner, yeah. and all of that kind of creates a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And because it's not just those who were out to make a quick buck no. it's everybody from those uh, like a swearingingen and al yeah. swearen right uh, to the 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 you know the couple that that owned a small family farm down in Georgia that got burned out by Sherman that you know didn't own necessarily own any slaves because not all uh southerners, southerners did, did yeah. that were looking to rebuild a life, and so they went somewhere where they could try and create what they had. In a new place, because a lot of them went out to farm, yeah that, that was the whole point of manifest destiny was to recreate the agrarian east, yeah, and the
2: Homestead right. Act certainly contributed to a little bit yes. this. but I have to ask the question though, how much of this or not is that human desire to explore? I'm gonna you know go to the frontier, the final frontier, for example, where Star Trek's kind of built on that. We're wanting to go out and seek out new life, new civilizations, so to speak, you know transpose that into this time period. Is that well, not what that was about, at well, least no, partially? no, y- you're, mm-hmm.
1: you're getting ahead of yourself That You have to go backwards for that with the yeah. trappers, the fur trade. Right, that's what they... That d- was what the exploring, Lewis and Clark. Mm-hmm. By this point with Manifest Destiny, they're trying to build it up and like I say, the families, the wagon trains, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, civilization. It's already been yeah. scouted,
2: and it's proven itself worthy. Right. we have to yes. back
1: up a little bit for that point with exploration. But it is a component. It oh, is, yeah. a component. Yeah. Yeah. There is a component but to it.
3: And, 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 and Robert's right. I mean, anybody who thought there was a quick buck to be made by moving west found out differently. Right. Oh, that yeah. was a very but small percentage. much, much later. After Emperor a lot of this something. Well, I
4: mean, one of the things you've got is um, the people in power in this country have been able to sell quite well the idea of dreams.
2: Oh, very good. You're exactly right. That's what we're kind of dancing around. The
4: dreams that we sell in this country, uh, they, they really change generationally. But they, they're very powerful because you you do you you've got that that you know, mm-hmm. and it's not just you know manifest destiny or what have you. You had it happen with Martin Luther King. He was selling a dream. Sure. Uh, everything in this country, you know, the American dream.
0: Yeah, that's, that's which, kinda what uh, we're talking about here. I, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I I literally was con- contemplating the meaning of the american dream recently Mm
3: -hmm.
0: because if you ask 10 people what the american dream is you're going to get 10 different answers exactly and the american dream is such a a nebulous uh nebulously defined
3: concept right now as is um, destiny uh,
0: in many ways you know uh of a certain generation, uh, our parents, uh, probably specifically, mm-hmm. to them, the American dream was uh, owning your own home,
2: yeah. and ah, so exactly. it's it changes and oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. And
0: now that owning your own home is is a direct outgrowth of the destitution of uh, the, depression. the depression,
2: right? Is, is there not some sort of core though that makes all well, of these things?
0: Yeah, and that's where I'm getting. Yeah, that's what I'm because goes back to i think in many ways manifest destiny is mm-hmm. the american dream it yeah. is the core of it because it is it goes back to what cajun and i had stated a couple of times that desire to, to to take your family and make it better to do better for it, mm-hmm. to, to have a posterity
3: a legacy a legacy differs from what their experience and their forebearers existence mm-hmm. and experience had been
0: and in a better way specifically yes yeah and that probably, I think, at the core of any version of the American dream is usually going to be that we leave a better world for our children, that they do better than we did.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I know we we call that uniquely American.
0: I think that's human nature, well, really. Well, it's got to be AI.
2: broader than that. And yet, there is some truth to the fact that so many other systems out there, which we've talked about a lot on this show, don't have that aren't even close the european system the fe- you know the feudal system and exactly. uh, uh, yeah. mo- uh the uh the absolute monarchs and divine right of kings and all mm-hmm. those things that we essentially are attempting to repudiate well even, that's because even we Rome are, didn't have all that
0: well that's a little, but it's a fundamental difference between what it means to be an American versus a European. Mm-hmm. We are citizens, their history is their subjects. subject yeah. That's right. That's an entirely different mindset. And you
1: know, yet, I think a big thing, though, on that is the amount of space you had. Think about and it. And that, too. There's only four or yes. five places yeah. in the world that's got the space like we do. Us, Australia, Russia, Canada. China, Canada. Mm. I mean, that had the room to expand, but depending on what the economic system was and everything, uh, does make a difference on that. But, yeah, I think you had to have the room for it and that so much feudal system and stuff throughout Europe that's it's dealing with a much smaller space. Oh, by yes. definition, mm-hmm. feudalism is always local, but
2: yet technology, of course, kind of blows that out of the water now. But nevertheless, it's kind of like, it's, it's a fascinating experience in, in human nature that, as we've often said, all systems of government stem from the will of the people, one way or the other. And ro- the Roman system seems to be one of the things we... St- directly copied, the republic in particular, to give these essential freedoms of citizenship, which is a Roman concept. Yes, Yes.
0: citizenship because it it not only has rights, but it has responsibilities.
2: Right, which is something that Ah. is not part of the European model. And I'm kind of wondering... No,
0: European model is not even rights and responsibilities, it is duties.
2: That's correct, mm-hmm. and and, and, no, and Subjects have what duties, and owe, that's it. Yes, what mm-hmm. you owe. Everything is owned by the sovereign and flows from the sovereign. It's a very yes. – uh, 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 that's, that's a fascinating subject we'll probably put a pin in because I'd love to come back to that.
1: Okay, on legacies and stuff, isn't it about
2: time? Yeah, speaking of which, it's time to, it's time to
1: break that bourbon. Oh, yes, love that sound.
3: <laughs> well done, Robert. Thank you, thank
1: you. All right, I think we've switched up some of the bourbons this time around. I'll start off myself this time. I went to the basil hayden, which is nice, it's clean, it's crisp. I'm uh, really enjoying this more. My first experience basil hayden happened to be the rye basil hayden. That oh, was not a good experience yeah, No, to it's, it's totally different. I did not care for that one at all. So this is a very pleasant, more wheat-based one here that I'm thoroughly enjoying. Uh, speaking of rye, uh, you
2: were you were both of you guys there at Imaginarium when we talked to the gentleman? Yes, that, Greg, that Rick that that spoke glowingly of rye whiskey.
1: Some people love that peppery bone mm. lingering around. Because we were all kind of like, else.
2: "Ooh, that's just not kind of the thing here," but yet he's, he he was glowing about that. It's just taste buds, you know. People like different yeah. things. So it's just what
3: your palate likes.
2: I'm just curious I, because that we're all kind of the same, and yet we recognize there's others out there that are, are different. Sure. Oh. I mean,
3: you know,
0: there are people who, who like all kinds of different things. I mean, uh, you know, some people like fruity drinks
1: with umbrellas. Some people like the Detroit Tigers. I mean, some people like paint uh, then. Uh, 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 well, <laughs> yeah, That's,
2: that's what is, sake
1: uh, reminds me of with paint then. Well, especially know. when it's served at the proper temperature. Um, Marlon. 4 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think, part, I think part of, of, yeah, of it's just give a man was, an agonizer and he goes all the way yeah, with it. Part of what you guys are seeing, though, is a representation of what you all grew up with. Oh because yeah, that's what you all. Yeah, what, you all, yeah. What grew, oh, very What much. people grew up with around here was Maker's Mark. In
1: that
4: many was, ways, yeah, it was one of was the most one of the things. The generation prior to us. As far as bourbons go, there were the vast majority of them around
1: Actually, here. as strange as it may smart. sound, Jack Daniels was a big factor when we were young in this area. Yes. Even though we were sitting yeah. in the bourbon capital of the world, everybody was drinking Jack Daniels back in that yeah. day. Jack this and Coke true. was the big thing. Now, but, I did not grow up here, so bourbon go. was not
0: ever on my, my radar as a childhood? child. No. no. Uh, my mom drank uh, Canadian whiskey.
2: Of course, yeah, like Seagram Seven, right? Yes, stuff like that. Yep, Seven Seven was uh, not bad. EO was the other one. My dad worked for Seagrams, and you know we had we featured some of that. Now I prefer the Eagle Rare, which is you know which was their bourbon, but uh, the Seven and Seven was it wasn't bad. No? Well, 7 is Seagram 7 and 7 Up. Well, exactly. Yeah. I know. It was just it was one of those. Oh, I picked
1: sales. up a bottle of 10-year Eagle Rare, too, the other day.
2: Oh well, oh, well, when we're
0: out at your place, that's, that's what we're having. He's going to hide all the good stuff the next it's time we come oh, out. He's going to
2: say,
1: baby. That's
2: right. We're, we're, that, that's one that I want because that was, I think, the – and you know this because we shared it. The first bourbon we probably ever drank was Eagle Rare. Yes, you remember that it was that because yeah. my my dad had bought a thing for one of my sisters' second uh, communion, first
1: communion. That's right, first communion, one right. first
2: communion, and that was, and of course we were kind of. I say
1: it's Christina's. I want to say that's right.
2: Yeah, exactly. So and you were we, smuggling
4: it, out your family's booze,
1: uh, essentially. That well, we, we well just, no, back in that day they passed around with the kids too. Yeah. We didn't yeah, have to. Yeah, remember we're Gen all. X. Yeah, that's,
2: exactly. that's 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 yeah, what yeah, you it did. wasn't a thing. So yeah, we we had ourselves some and we had Eagle Rare and Coke, which sounds you know like a sacrilege today, but you know it was a highball, yeah, highball. It was able to make it palatable, but it was very good. I mean. That was you know, that's uh, hard stuff.
0: To well, do. you know, when we first started drinking with the basil Hayden yeah, you know, we drank it with Coke because yeah, you know, it, it's drinking bourbon by itself, even on the rocks. That's a hard thing to start with. It is. It is. It's it's an is. adjustment process. Yeah.
2: Right. It, it, it's a maturity of the taste buds that has to occur to really get to there. And that, oh, is that a deadening,
1: deadening of our taste buds exactly. with age that allows us to enjoy and it. That, that is a very good argument. Yes. You're right.
0: So uh, I'll go next. Uh, we, obviously, we are skipping the Imperator because he never imbibes with the bourbon uh, oh, well. because of his issues. Uh, I, I actually have uh, dipped back into uh, uh, history. And uh, brought out the bottle of the Jim Beam Devil's Cut. Though that is a that is a callback. We, we have, have not had that. Had that, a that lot, yes, yeah, callback,
1: not a reach back. That's right,
0: um, or a reach around. Reach, reach around, reach around I don't that do
1: one. that. Yeah. Um, I sound like an old lady reaches around myself, yeah. but
0: uh, well, as long as it's the old lady and not somebody else. Um, so the Devil's Cut is uh, it's an interesting bourbon because one, you know, you don't think of Jim Beam as a as a high end, and this is not exactly high end. I mean, it's a screw top bottle and all. Uh, and, and it's got a good bite to it. It's, uh, it you definitely know you're drinking uh, hard alcohol. It's when
2: been so long since we tried it. I suspect our palates are far more developed
0: now. Yes, yes. Um, it is, let's see, it is a 90 proof. So it's uh, oh, kind of yeah. in that middle yeah. range not, not, of... Not exceptionally high. Yeah. No, um, but like I said, it definitely does have a good bite to it. Um, when you when you have it uh, uh I always like to take a sip early to, to get a baseline of what it's like and uh it still has a good amount of flavor though. That's the interesting mm. thing about it. Uh because a lot of times when you get those really harsh, uh biting bourbons they have a very medicinal taste and this one does not even straight up. Yeah.
2: Um I was gonna say it you take a bit, so Mr. Howard. Yeah, you know, the bottle stands
0: by. Yeah. It's um it's not got a whole lot of sweetness in there. Uh, there's definitely a very smoky uh, bit to it. I wouldn't exactly say licorice like you were talking about with the, 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 the Russells. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a little similar to that uh, in that sense. Uh, you know, you, you feel it hang around in the mouth.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, But it's good. It's a nice change of pace.
2: Yeah, uh, I need. To, that's I need what to, I, like I think it, I'll try that next time because it's been it's been funny. literally years. I mean, that was one of the earlier ones that we tried, and I just never have. Never uh, yeah,
0: it's probably been year and a half since we've absolutely since we first yeah at
2: it,
3: and, uh, which is a
0: lot of episodes.
2: And we, we've come a long way, baby. I'd like to say, Martin, what and you got?
3: So I have a uh, dipped into Robert's stash of Four Roses single barrel barrel strength, and this is a private selection bottle. Um, Selected for and bottled for the friends of Stoll, Kennan, Ogden P.L.L.C. So really? Do you know somebody in a law firm, uh, Robert?
0: No, uh, my pastor gave that to me because I, you know, I, I know that I know
3: that
2: that law firm. I know of them. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Well, I
0: and I've seen that now. Granted, that particular batch might have been that way, and you know, maybe he regifted it. I don't, know, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> He's a Scotch man, not a bourbon man, so that would be per- perfectly acceptable. Um, but I've seen that bottle, that single barrel strength uh, on the shelves. So yeah, one on my
1: shelf. Yeah. Francis yeah. Jr. got into it the last time he was out there. I,
2: I, no, ah. I thought it was Flatboat that I was drinking last no, time. No, Jr. I
1: didn't say you. I said Francis oh, Jr. Oh, yes,
2: my. Oh, yeah, did he now? Yes, he's really? the one
1: that got into the four <laughs> rows of single bottle. <laughs> I didn't bottle. realize that.
0: So that particular guy. batch might have been specially Yes, this bottled. is a private
3: selection bottle. Uh, but it's the barrel strength, uh, single barrel. Um, uh, what did we say? Ninety-three proof, and one hundred and three proof because that's I think it's fifty-one and a half percent. Oh yes, you're right. One hundred and three, one hundred and three oh, so proof. That's upper thirty-five percent rye in the mash bill. Yeah, so and, you're, is, and you're and you're not having a reaction against that? No. Uh, well, it's aged ten years. Oh, so this is very mellow, very mellow. Some big stuff. It is peppery, but it's like a, just a regular sort of a little dose, of a little black pepper mm-hmm. on. Um, almost like black pepper on on a potato or something. It's it's mellow but pepper. Interesting. Not not like super spicy. I was gonna say because I don't crazy, I know I've like, never tried that one like I've hot had or anything. It's just it's mellow but peppery.
0: Now we'll have to see when we do the next episode if if it's still hanging around because that's one of the things that I don't like about a uh, high rye content uh, is how it hangs around and and. Basically puts off any other bourbon you have for the rest of the day.
2: Really, and that's a very different one than the single batch than the, uh, cause the four, cause small batch, small batch four roses, which we've fe- featured frequently. Yes, here this yes, is that is, that is the
0: third different kind of small uh, four roses. Yeah. That that's what had. I'm
2: that's what I'm trying to make sure I get yeah. clear here because yeah. that's that's a totally different one. I've never had that one, but I've had the other one several times.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. the uh, we do have some of the small batch, which is a blend of four bourbons. Right, 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 uh, right. Up there right now,
1: and not that well. Right haters here or anything. No, There's no. Every no, no. bill mash has a Percentage of rye in it, even if they claim it's a wheaty boba, no, it's still a percentage mm-hmm. of rye in that bill mash. Yes, it's just the amounts that make the difference. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, because sure. uh, and we've, I think we've all come to, right. we have similar thresholds where above that it's not corn, as good. Yeah, that's right. Start that the base, and then the other two fifty percent is a development between rye and wheat, depending on which one's dominant, mm-hmm. right, or the mix yes. of it.
0: And you know, it's uh, the the blending of those different grains and whatever else they may decide to add in there, mm-hmm. is I mean, That's what makes the bourbons unique. Uh, it, it's the blend and how long you age it, how much you char the barrel. There are an infinite number of ways to produce your bourbon, and uh, it's not just how much rye or wheat or corn that you have.
2: Sure, and, and you can get uh, varying degrees of, you know, of, whoa, Martin took a big old honking drink
1: there. A well, perfect think. example. Pappy's and Weller. Exact same yes. mash bill. It's all in the differences on, like you say, the bells, the mm-hmm. aging, the churing, but it's the exact same mash bill for both Pappy or Weller. Yeah, there you go.
0: And I, t- I got to say, that Weller's we had at your place. Very uh, much so, yeah. Because
1: we had that. It's, oh, it's, that
0: was heavenly. It it's really absolutely was? Absolutely heavenly. That and the Bookers too. The Bookers, oh, yes, was, the Booker's was, it was amazing.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. I had
0: that after your mom's funeral. I yeah. Think.
1: The Bookers yeah. will curl your hairs. Yeah, and I'm thinking of coloring your hairs. What are you on this time around? I'm finishing off the wilderness road. Uh, it, it's got a rawness
2: to it. I don't think I mentioned that the last time I had it, uh, and uh, I don't know what that is. There's a sweetness to it. You're right. Yes, it's. I don't think I don't know that there's rye in it that I can detect anyway. Of course, my palate's it's, usually well. Not I'm sweet.
0: sure there is, but it's it's like a say, very it's, minute, it's minute amount.
2: Uh, it, it's got a little sweetness to it, but it's 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 almost like it's not meant to be sophisticated. It's meant to have an edge to it. It's how, how I take that to that. Interesting. yeah, Interesting. And, and, and it's kind of amazing that we can all drink, at one point or another, the same bottle, literally. Not just the same brand, but the same bottle, and come up with amazingly different approaches. Mm-hmm. Although we usually bow to uh, to Martin and his uh, discerning palate. i might think Cajun Cajuns, might have might a have yes, beat on that. Yes, yes, I think so.
3: I may have to bow. So, gentlemen, can I tail on to bourbon break with something? Of course. Sure, Very sure. briefly. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um... So I believe it's attributed to Joseph Stalin the saying that gratitude is a disease of dogs. Much like with other I things. Should have
2: saved that for code of honor
3: that's pretty damn good. <laughs> much like other things Mr. Stalin was wrong. Yes. Gratitude is I find one of the pieces of the human condition that is unifying And uplifting. Amen. And
0: Hail the empire.
3: Hail the empire, that's right. Not only does what someone does for you uplift you, but the feeling of gratitude is so uplifting beyond that, Mm -hmm. that it heals the heart. Amen, brother. I want to express my gratitude, especially to Francis, but also to the entire brotherhood for their uh, good thoughts and everything. Um, Mrs. Martin's mother recently passed, yeah, uh, not even a week as we record this. Yes, yeah. as mm-hmm. we lift a glass to her mm-hmm. memory, but Francis presided over a, uh, a, a, a brief service and even the little Presbyterian ladies from, <laughs> from, uh, the mother-in-law's little church there, um, Loved his, his service. And yes,
0: I was furiously scribbling notes during it so that I could crib it for my next uh, Really? Next well, funeral. thank you
3: for that. It, I appreciate it, that I very much. Sometimes I think Francis may have missed his calling. He he probably should have been a black man who is a preacher at an AME oh, really? church. Uh he He did an awesome job. And... and well, I was leaning into the uh,
2: the Protestant Presbyterian business because I knew my audience, News and, I, and audience. I wanted to make sure that we had we had a
0: very
3: ecumenical it was,
0: audience. It was very because yes, uh, in the I sat in the back with all the Catholics.
3: Mm. Yes, of course. yes. All. So, so again, that's that's kind of a unique thing. The the parts of the family that were related to my wife's father, they're all Catholic. Yeah, some of them even Robert's parishioners. Yes, in the past, right. Um, so we had a very ecumenical uh, gathering and service in in.
2: Based memory. on the, ca- the the right was a Catholic rite. I didn't, I didn't, I, I I played with it a little bit, and I because there's so many options you can pick, yes. pick the ones that worked.
0: I, I thought it was interesting. You chose the uh, gospel reading that I I most often choose Absolutely.
2: for funerals. Yeah. It's very
0: common for raising them, of but,
2: Lazarus. Yes. That's uh, that's my go to. Yeah. Uh, John chapter eleven and it, it, because there's power think, uh, in it, yeah. Well, power John, in it, yeah.
0: My favorite gospel amongst the four is, is John. Yeah, absolutely. John is the one that is full of theology, and it, to me, that I could spend the rest of my life just contemplating John.
2: Yeah, it's it's so amazing. So uh, I'm glad that it worked. It really was. Yeah, it, it was
0: my it, honor. You did a fine job. Thank sir. you to your yeah. to
3: your wife and her sister for asking me. It it meant. I mean, you just don't know how much it meant to them. And it means a lot to me, of course. And uh,
2: and if you tear up, that's okay. Jesus wept, and so can you.
3: Um, again, I just express my gratitude for how wonderful it was, and uh, for your, all of your good thoughts, and every everybody being there that was able to come and. And uh,
2: it was it was it was my honor. It was kind of wonderful to have great friends. It was kind of funny to watch too. From where I was standing up front, they they had we had rows of chairs and they're four across. And your wife and her sister and you were sitting in the front, but your but your mother in law's four grandsons yes. were in the row next to each other, immediately behind them, so I could address them directly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I don't know if they liked it when I called them out so much, but it, no. It, but you did. know
3: what, they did.
0: The boys take care of your mothers was excellent.
2: Yeah, that's that's correct. And it, it just so happens really we have you,
3: there are four grandsons, there
2: are no yeah. granddaughters.
3: Yeah, and it, you know, it's it's going to be difficult for my wife's sister.
0: Absolutely, yes. She, well, it's going to be difficult for both. but Yes, but Becky, she's, she's, she's lived by herself. Her. Yeah. That's and correct. And uh, she and, was and, a
3: caregiver, uh, a primary caregiver for for two years with my mother in law's conditions and she's going to go through many many things that is there's, correct there's that is mm-hmm. and I,
2: I tried to allude to that be in a the relief homily, and then have to a, go through this. guilt to, to the relief
3: this. and it's just there's a lot of things to go through yes our, our man cajun can that. speak to that yeah, yeah. Yep. that's right yeah. because he my mother
1: just passed away at the beginning of may mm-hmm. which i'd taken care of for the last several years and my father before her so for the last eight years i was pretty much a caretaker for my elderly parents. Yeah. Yep. It's it's difficult and and you get so many
3: emotions to it. Of course. And so a tribute to to mama. Amen. And 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 a, a lot of appreciation. Shall we raise our glasses? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. To uh we are all a little too far apart to. Uh, yeah, we yeah, we're, we're drink the, glass. the glasses are raised okay. and the drinks are consumed. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate well, uh, that. Happy to uh, afford you that moment. Yes, yes. But Francis is quite the great preacher. I appreciate
2: that. It was my honor. I actually got the opportunity to preach at uh, Cajun's mom's funeral as well yep. as his dad for
1: uh, four years and ago. Robert also took part in that. That's correct. Yes, did. I,
0: I did readings, which was uh, quite quite the honor to do. I was uh, very pleased to help out. And then we went back to his place and drank bourbon.
1: Yes. Very good, bourbon. Oh right. yes. yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. Let's, that's, let's, let's be
2: clear with that. This is the bourbon break, actually. Yes. So yes. Yeah. That,
0: well, uh, that was when we had the Booker's, and that that's was right. uh, that yeah, was was just really kind of stuff.
3: And one other brief thank you, bourbon. one other was brief that? thank you that I have to do um, to my wife's friends D and R and S. We won't we don't have to give the whole names, but uh, they were responsible for all the flamingos that uplifted everywhere what well, yeah. was
0: with the uh, flamingos we were trying to, we presumed it was an L, uh, you know an e thing
3: uh well it's more of a, a, a mrs martin thing oh was it okay yeah so uh. that's been like an ongoing prank thing for like 15 years birthdays uh, ah. okay uh, when we moved into our house a couple of days later there were two metal flamingos in the uh uh landscaping um the shirt that uh, our friend D was wearing, uh, that was a birthday present from us. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's just kind of a prank thing that we've been doing for a long time. And Mama would have laughed. She okay. would have thought so that to was to prank y'all when they
1: flamingos, yeah. to prank Francis when they garden gnomes. What about you? I am. Um, you? Yankee stuff.
2: No, I know, I know Robert's <laughs> Ohio State stuff. <laughs> oh,
4: okay. That's, that's pretty. Think uh, on that a little bit. Uh, what about
1: the emperor? What's he get pranked with?
4: Oh, uh, there's very few things you can surprise me with in my old age.
1: Oh, a challenge. I love it. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Yes. We're, we're about the same. I can't really say anything off the top of my head either. I guess I could park a big John Deere in your front yard there or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes, that would be. That, we have John an ongoing beaters. thing between red and green between me and the emperor here. What about
2: orange. Mm. Well, yeah, because he's an uh, international harvester man. Yes. That's
4: right. That that Kubota's.
2: Yes. Kubota's is cool. Like yeah. 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 We've got a nice yeah. big dealership yeah. out near us now that just yes. recently expanded. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of expansion, I guess that brings us back around to the subject at hand. You're happy to tee up. Nice, segue, there. Yeah, I'll tell you. Very nice good,
0: segue. Very
2: good well. segue. Hey, I'm just good. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, that might save you from a garden home next uh, week.
2: appreciate that. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it's bad enough for me, but it's her, it's her majesty that we I have.
1: I know, a, that's, that's romantic- what I love about it.
2: Well, <laughs> Somebody actually gave us one of those, which we took out to your place and used for target practice. It was nice. so liberating. Ah, nice. yes. Uh, yes.
0: So, expansion, yes. Back to the topic at hand. Don't everybody talk at once.
3: So, there is a central figure to Manifest Destiny. Mr. Greeley? No somebody that we would tangentially hit, James K. Polk. Oh, yes. Yes, that's, that's, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. He, is, he is, again, a central figure. He, in in being a southerner, taking the White House, was able to make into policy this nebulous notion of moving west, accepting Texas into the Union, mm-hmm. expanding mm-hmm. slavery at the point of – wait a minute hold on we don't want to do that that upsets everything he plowed ahead and and again as Grant famously said this is a, a wicked thing that we've done here Ta- a strong nation taking advantage of a weak purely for uh, you know territorial gain much like who we don't want to be the Europeans the European right. monarchists yeah. as more,
2: the more we tried not to be like them the more we ended up like them
3: yeah very much so Polk is really a, a central figure in this whole thing of making real all of these nebulous ideas from the early nineteenth century. So making them into a real policy and something he was able to execute and do. Let me let me throw this
0: question out here. And maybe this is a a a good good way to tie things together.
2: The hammer once again, gentlemen, ladies well and gentlemen.
0: Well done. Is it does our manifest destiny differ from European colonialism? Colonialism, um, in, in this way, colonialism was often uh, like much of what drove European conflict, mm-hmm. for the personal glory of the monarch.
2: Oh, so you're tying it in
0: verses?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going.
0: The American Manifest Destiny was the spread of an ideology. Interesting. You know, we've talked about how the, the drive to bring what it means to be Americans, to be uh, citizens to the rest of the country. And remember, you know, we look back at it from a 21st century eyes as, you know, Pushing out all of these Native Americans that were there. Mm-hmm. Well, really, no. Much of the country in the West was empty. It really was there for the taking. It was a consolidation now, granted, of Granted, we moved them off of the land that we wanted because, you know, obviously they didn't go to the worst places until they were oh. forced to. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, Black Hills. The Black Hills is absolutely right. right. That, I, mean, I mean, that's a prime example. It's whisper gold. And, okay, well, that was good enough. Yeah. Right. But he, I mean,
0: even the plains in the west. You know, when when people realized, hey, you know what, my farm would look really good right there. Uh,
1: water.
0: Uh, the yes,
1: water. Yeah. yeah, agriculture. Yes. But you know, the Black Hills. That's a funny thing, though. We moved the Indians yeah. from somewhere else to the Black Hills first. That's You're right. right. Because they who would have want the gold there after we'd already moved them out of the way of somewhere else? Absolutely. Yes. And then that's had to move them out of the Black Hills to get it at the gold. Yeah. Yes. All,
2: Custer's all tied up in all that. Yeah, that's right. So,
0: but. Generally speaking, obviously, the gold and and, and, and then uh. wanting to use the, the land. I mean, that, that moved particular groups around, and I freely admit that. But the general drive to the West, I think it was more of an ideologically driven thing than European colonialism. The European monarchs, they could have cared less about exporting monarchy.
1: Right. So much as right. I, mean, I mean,
0: look at the King of Belgium. I mean, he's the exactly. worst example. I, I
3: knew. Actually, so yes. I'm glad you brought him up because yes. if you weren't, Martin was going to. Yes, I. I mean, that is that is the cleanest, clearest example. He saw the Congo not as Belgian co- uh, property, but as personal property of it of his of his own. Right. This was his own place, and whatever happened there. He didn't care as long as they extracted whatever he could make money on.
0: Right. Whatever troubles that are going on in the Congo, you can definitely uh, trace back to him
1: for sure. Yeah. So there's Leopold II. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, th- I agree with you wholeheartedly on that difference. I, I mean, right. in the West, was it was even so much more as an open area for those minorities, those subjugated, those enslaved, those looked down upon, those that. The second class, whether they be black women, Indians, where they could go out and make a life for themselves away from most of society that was holding them down, too. In the prejudice. A prime example, look at Marshall Bass. that did the Indian territories. One mm-hmm. of the greatest lawmen ever was right. black man.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, well, that, and that's something that's uh, uh, it, to, you know to use a turn of phrase is incredibly whitewashed uh, in our history. Is how many of the mm-hmm. uh, the the cowboys uh, that well, we black. think of were black.
1: That's right. They were the former boy, slaves. Stable boy, cowboy. I mean yeah. they were Mexican, they were vaquero.
0: Right. Right. You know, the the white man was not the cowboy uh, that no. we think he was. I mean, yes, there were, don't get me wrong.
1: They became it, but uh, yeah,
3: well, cowboy exactly was right. a derogatory term. I mean it was
1: Yeah. Man is it somebody that was Where did women forget get the first vote for themselves? Out west. Very yeah. true, yes. Right. yes. I mean, the West afforded opportunities to all races, classes, sexualities. I mean, that wasn't afforded anywhere else in the country at the time. There's yeah, that's a great point. You know, it's
0: probably, in many ways, the, the drive west and how things played out is a better expression of of the all men are created equal premise this country it is. supposedly founded on it is. It than is. any
1: other point in our history. If there's yeah. any argument about it, Sam Colt made the difference. That's right. Well, yep. mail
2: off, email technology certainly did change things a lot because it's not that dissimilar from when the original thirteen colonies were settled. It was the same thing. We're going to make a better lives for ourselves there in an untamed wilderness with very little
3: technology. Right. Uh, it and moved faster because of that. Yeah. At this time, well, but as we talked about, you had to get along too, because you know, okay, you could be in these neighborhoods of of in, in the east that were all alike. Mm-hmm. But as you moved west that was gone. You yeah, had no ghettoization. You, right, exactly no ghettoization. I'm sorry I interrupted oh, no, the no, imperator. No, no. Please go ahead well, what I was thinking of was
4: speaking of technology, the two things that really drove Manifest Destiny, made it that enabled it, were the telegraph yes. and, yep. and newspapers. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. one of the things you didn't have so much in Europe was the local papers and what have you, like you've got here. Well, yeah, freedom right. of the press was, was a, was a non-sequitur
2: was. for most of them.
4: And what ended up happening was, as part of that propaganda, the serialization of the results of Manifest Destiny, of... The people in the West mm-hmm. and the glorification. Telling the their cowboys. stories, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned, Cody. yeah, Wyatt uh, oh, ah, Earp and all the rest of uh, Earth.
3: Yeah. The legends. The, the legends. building of the legends. That is exactly right, people. yeah. Oh, and,
1: yeah. That, that's, and, oh, that's awesome. Glad you went there. that's a
4: dream.
3: Very insightful. Let's go back to uh, Davy Crockett. Uh, the West yes, was our second tragic. phase of Daniel our mythology. Burman. Oh, yes. yes. American yes.
1: mythology. The West was the second phase. The first was Daniel Boone. Kit Carson, yeah. James Fenimore Cooper, North. yeah, those and those were the are,
4: ones that inspired our generation, Gen X, were the astronauts. That is the correct. Rest to the moon, yeah, yeah, airplanes, yeah. spies, all of that Yeager. sort of thing. Yeah, and we'll have a new one. I don't know what that's going to be. AI taking over, technology, our <laughs> yes. Cylon overlords.
1: Yes,
3: exactly. Well, we, I don't know. I
0: was going to go somewhere else, but I would I would never knows, talk about it on the show. God
4: knows our writers and editors are being replaced with AI as we speak.
0: <laughs> well, not the good ones.
3: How, well, we, how uh, many good ones are there? Well, yeah. uh,
0: oh, there's at least four in four. this room.
3: That's right. Uh, yeah, that's true. true. How are we doing on time?
0: You're the only one not working on a book.
3: Right. No, actually, I am. He is. Oh, that's
0: you are? I didn't know that. Let
4: us no, celebrate that. I've got a deadline coming up on... Uh, Fiction Did or nonfiction? fiction Okay, excellent. Let's well, do. Yeah, because uh, we're. Uh, and that, well, it's like I said, I've uh, got a uh, new thing I've got to finish up uh, by next week for NASA. Right. right
2: because right. you are a patented so, individual, sir. You, you I, own I patents. I that's right.
4: Going,
1: which none of the rest through, of us can do. That so we should. I'm the re- I'm the inventor, I guess. Hail the empire! Uh, Hail so, yeah, the yeah, yeah, empire! Any of uh, us can do that. What do you mean? I was yeah. going to say, yeah, I you know. said none of the rest of us could do that. Mm-hmm. No, I said none of us have done that. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I misheard that yeah, one. No, 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 we have
2: not
4: done that yet. Uh,
0: so, uh, we have our far-
4: far- resident
3: farmer, um, hey,
4: yep. of which I'm a hobby farmist. Uh, ha-
1: mm. hobby I farmer. grow bourbon seeds. Yes. That's right. Bourbon seeds.
3: They're glorious, too. They We're are, yes. have recently seen them. Uh,
4: what is it me, I have to have a discussion with you on that a little bit later. Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, so we, we are uh, right at one oh seven here. Yeah,
2: gentlemen. it's time, yeah. To, time mean, to land so this plane, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah,
0: probably not a bad idea, not to, to usurp uh, Cajun's uh, authority. Well, it
2: is his first captaincy. We're,
3: Let's we're just leave it. It well,
0: we often have to remind the captain it's time to close yeah, things that's down. True. So Let's
3: yeah. just leave it at Manifest Destiny is complicated, Trevor Slattery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Francis, what's next,
2: buddy? All right, we're going to go call Code of Honor. It's it's time we yes. need we need to do that. Mm-hmm. This is not this is going to be free for all. We love those free for alls where we're going to kind of lay out stuff. I did like that Stalin quote you used, so mm-hmm. you don't that have to do it next good. time. But one of these days you're going to have to. Stalin's probably a cool one to we've Yeah, it's done. a
3: counter a counterintuitive. Uh, Absolutely, you know. He, again, as he was in so many things, Mr. Stalin was wrong. Well, that's correct, but yeah. you know, hey, that doesn't mean that the quote
2: is any less worthy of exploring, though. So that's what we're going to do next time. We're going to explore some great quotations. So mm-hmm.
0: make sure you're here. We hope you enjoyed another pointless discussion of eternal questions. Remember, new episodes drop every second and fourth Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern, just in time for your morning commute. And every fifth Friday, we drop a special Hoopajube episode. Spread the word. We are on all the major platforms and leave us a review. That helps others find us. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as our website, snakesandotters.com. Join us next time. Same snake time, same otter channel.